Welcome back to C4C Apologetics, where it's my goal to help you think through your Christian faith. You see, today we're continuing our New Age video series where we're examining all things New Age. In the previous videos, we looked at a brief overview of what is the New Age movement, the history of the New Age movement's evolution, commonly held beliefs in the Age of Aquarius. Today, we'll actually be looking at various Eastern influences into the movement and see how it's actually influencing Christianity from Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, and Taoism. But first, if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you can get notified when these videos drop. And don't forget to like and leave a comment on your thoughts and insight into this topic. As we looked at in previous videos, the New Age movement is somewhat of a hodgepodge of many religious views. And even though there are many different views incorporated and diverse opinions within the New Age movement itself, there are actually some common core beliefs that run true for most all of those within this movement. For instance, the view of enlightenment, the view of a Christ consciousness waiting to be discovered, and the view of sin as a perception rather than an actual reality. So what we're going to see today is that these views have been borrowed from teachings within various religions such as Buddhism, Hinduism, Taoism, and Jainism. But first, let's understand a little bit about each of these religions, and from there we'll be able to see their teachings within the New Age philosophy. Buddhism which is claimed to be over 2,000 years old, is believed to have been based upon the teachings of an Indian spiritual seeker named Siddhartha Gautama. He's actually the one that most Buddhists attribute the title Buddha to, Buddha meaning the awakened one. Gautama lived around an area of Nepal in northern India in what's known as the Shakya warrior clan. It was said that according to legend, as a child, he would either grow up to be a great king or a spiritual leader. His father, who was a king at the time, tried to prevent him from desiring a religious life by giving him everything he wanted as he grew older. However, it said at the age of 29, as a married prince and father, he was dissatisfied, and upon seeing the realities of suffering in his surrounding community, he eventually went on a religious quest to actually find a way out of suffering in life. He eventually led himself to believe that suffering was an integral part of life for any person but that it's most specifically due to our own attachment and failed expectations, that the thoughts within our mind create the suffering that we experience in life. And since we create this suffering in our mind, we can actually rid ourselves of the same suffering by reshifting our mind. This would be through a practice of behavior, concentration, and wisdom to awaken ourselves and liberate our thoughts of suffering. The most known teachings within Buddhism is the Eightfold Path, which are called Noble Truths, because they believe that it's taught that they can make us better people and allow to liberate yourself from existential pains of life so as to reach nirvana. The path is eight steps that can lead to a healthy being. The eight steps are a right view, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right livelihood, right efforts, right mindfulness, and right concentration. Not only is Buddhism found, but so are Hindu ideas. Hinduism sees faith as an all-encompassing way of life that's characterized by a belief in reincarnation, which they called samsara. In the Hindu religion, there is one absolute being with multiple manifestations and deities. They teach the law of cause and effect, which you and I know as karma. Similar to Buddhism, they teach a path of righteousness by engaging in spiritual practices known as yogas and prayers, which are called bhakti. The goal of Hinduism is to be liberated from the cycle of birth and rebirth. Hindus don't see truth as absolute or objective, but rather that truth is sought in multiple sources and not dogmatically proclaimed, thereby they receive a pluralistic set of truths found within any view. 
Hinduism is actually focused in its practice and is considered the second strand in the fabric of the religion. There is the practice of the puja, or the honoring of certain deities, as well as worshipping of icons and images known as the pratima or the murti. Basically, this is considered to them the same practice as giving honor and hospitality to an honored guest. Regarding creation, Hindus believe in Brahma, which is an uncreated, eternal, all-embracing principle which is seen as a being and non-being at the same time. It is the sole reality and the foundation of all existence in the universe. Considered and called all, Brahma is seen as either causing everything in the existence to emanate from itself, transforms itself into the universe, or it assumes the appearance of the universe. Therefore, Brahma is considered to be in all things and is the self of all things in living beings. Within Hinduism is the Bhagavad Gita, or the Song of God. This is one of the most sacred Hindu texts that presents the threefold path to salvation. This is the Karma Marga, or the path of ritual action, the disinterested discharge of ritual and social obligations. The Nana Marga, or the path of knowledge, is the use of meditative concentration along with yoga training to gain a super intellectual insight in connection with Brahma. Finally is the Bhakti Marga, or the path of devotion, which is a love of a personal God. From there we can see Jainism, or Jaina Dharma, which emerged in the 6th century BC in India by Mahavira, who was actual contemporary to Buddha. Jainism was also contemporaneous to the inception of Buddhism. It's called Jainism for the spiritual leaders are called Jinas, which were said to have achieved liberation and perfection. And these Jinas are said to reside at the top level of heaven, above the realm of gods, and revered more than the gods because they actually achieved perfection. Jainism is an ascetic religion which places heavy emphasis upon ethical conduct and personal purity for, similar to Buddhism and Hinduism, the liberation of the souls. There is no creator god within the religion, and they see the universe as a self-existing system, and it's within this universe is the individual soul, which is subject to karma and rebirth. And the soul only finds liberation when it gets rid of all karma, and this only occurs once one achieves the life of perfection, discipline, and nonviolence. Taoism is an Eastern religion that, similar to Hinduism, believes in a blend of many truths. The main truth held in Taoism is to embrace life in the actions that support you as a person, or in other words, live in your heart. Unlike the other Eastern religions we looked at, Taoism doesn't have a set of guidelines or truths to live by, as they believe each person should live according to their nature. Taoism respects a concept of God, but doesn't teach the view as it's for each individual person to determine. They do, however, believe in a dualistic unity between positive and negative energy known as the yin-yang. Within the New Age movement, we can see influences of each of these religions. Recall that the New Age movement believes in an energy of God, not the God of the Bible. The idea that salvation is found only within liberation of the soul or a perfective state of mind and spiritual practices. And remember that suffering isn't an actual reality of life, but rather a state of mind that needs adjusting. Therefore, there is no sin to be delivered from and no savior to seek forgiveness from other than oneself. Reincarnation is a strong belief within these Eastern religions that is necessary due to the path of awakening or enlightenment. This reincarnation is necessary due to karmic forces within the universe. The aspect of you receive what you give and the life you're living now is due to the choices you made in a past life. There's the focus on liberating the mind through meditation practices and ascetic lifestyle. 
And while these lifestyles are only binding upon the individual, the main emphasis on the conduct of others is to either live by your heart, as in Taoism, or to live to bring love, as taught by Buddhism. And as seen in Hinduism, the view of Brahma, that the universe is all and in all, and the focus of Dharma, bringing in harmony to the universe, the New Age seeks to have a harmonic relationship with all people and all things within the universe, as it believes to be all one being. Much more could be said on the Eastern influences upon the New Age movement, but suffices to say that the Theosophical Society established by Helena Blavatsky had a great influence upon the teachings that are held within this movement today. The New Age movement is a movement seeking to deny absolute truth, accept all views even if their contradictory views are held. They place emphasis on allowing people to live based upon love in order to bring harmony to the universe while rejecting the idea of a truly empirical view of pain and suffering, rather view it as an abstract concept that is a disease of the mind. Well, that's it. That's enough. You just got your certificate in Eastern World Religions Overview. Congratulations. In the next video, we're going to be looking at some of the influential people that are promoting this false view of God, nature, universe, and salvation outside the church. Be sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell to be notified when that video drops. And until next time, thanks for watching. God bless.